And welcome back to Liquid Lunch. It's me, Hugh Sanders here. And uh, we and got, we are shifting gears. Well, we're shifting gears. we got Shane Supal joining us, uh, who is the president of the Mortgage Brokers Association of Toronto? Ontario. Of Ontario. Wow. So, that's uh, a big job. Yeah. And that is a, uh, it's, uh, so Shane, anyway, welcome back to the show. Thank you very much. Nice that, to see you. It's been forever. Yeah. That's certainly not what we were talking about the last time you were here. And so this is a new uh, role for you as the president of the Mortgage Brokers Association. So where do we begin? What do you want to talk about first? Well, I'll back up a little bit. When I came here the last time, I actually was the president of the Mortgage Brokers Association uh, about six years ago. But we didn't. We weren't talking about that. We were talking about something else. Right. See, I didn't so, know that even. Right. But you come across as so unpresident-like. Because um, <laughs> I, I think it's important. That's that, a compliment. Um, thank you very much. And I think it's important that someone in my role uh, that leads an organization um, can mix and talk with yes. anyone at any time yes. without someone be feeling that, hey, you know what? I, I can't I talk I can to approach him. him. Yes. No, and you absolutely do that. <laughs> yeah. In fact, I'd like to hug you. Okay, when we're done, you're, Sandra, you can hug me. Okay. Let's Sounds try good. to get that on video. Okay? We'll try okay. to get that on video. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay, Shane. So, what? Let's talk about the uh, Mortgage Brokers Association. Okay, the Mortgage Brokers Association uh, came about about 15 years ago, and it was an it, it it was originally called Ontario Mortgage Brokers Association, which was AMBA, and then AMBA um, w- um, kind of got shut down, and then IMBA, which was an independent, started up about 15 years ago. Okay, it started. It was started up by about three gentlemen, with, with three gentlemen getting together and saying. What could we do to make be, make the mortgage brokerage industry a better industry? Because as you may or may not be aware, it's been an industry that has gone through a lot of name calling and bad name, that sort of thing. The legislation was not updated in 35 years until eight, uh, 2008, 2006, 2008. The government introduced new legislation to make sure that all mortgage brokers were on the same playing, uh, same level playing in, in the field, that sort of thing. So it was important. And that's the start of IMBA. So what, what was wrong with the industry? I, I have to tell you, I, I did study to be a mortgage broker at one oh, point. Oh, I did not Yes, know and all you had to do was go do one course. And I taught the course at, at Centennial College for three years. I still have the textbook. Right. You remember those burgundy textbooks? Correct. Right. And, oh and I'll tell you this much. It's changed now. <laughs> yes, you still have to do one course to become a mortgage agent. Right. Okay. And then the government has introduced um, education, higher education, to become a mortgage broker. And you have to wait two years now after being an agent to become a mortgage broker. Wow. Now, in the old days, uh, if I remember correctly, if you were a real estate broker, you're automatically a mortgage broker. Jeez, you know the business there, Hugh. That's correct. Wow. Now that's correct. In the old days. I'm that's impressed. That's not the, that's not that's the case not the anymore? the case anymore. When the mm-hmm. legislation was changed uh, in 2008, okay. they, they were given an up uh, window of opportunity. Right. Any real estate broker yeah. was given a window of opportunity to become a mortgage broker. Yeah. And after that, they lost it. Now, if you want to become a mortgage broker, it's a separate deal. It's a okay, separate deal. So, yeah. a layperson like me, because you guys are having this conversation that is like over here, mm-hmm. okay? And I'm thinking most people are like me, well, maybe a little more than me, but let's start here. Okay. <laughs> um, what is the difference between a real estate 
person. I don't even, even know if I should say agent or broker yeah. and a mortgage okay. agent or broker. A real estate agent is the one that sells the property. Okay. okay they, they list the property, they put it up for sale, and they sell it on behalf of their clients. Okay. A mortgage broker or mortgage agent is the one that finds the financing for the prospective purchaser for the property. So the real estate agent or broker sells, and we do the financing end. Okay. We arrange so the does, financing. Does a real estate agent always work with a mortgage? There are real estate agents or brokers that are also mortgage, agent, mortgage agents or brokers. So you can have two in one. You can have two in one. It's just a, a longer process now. It's, it's a longer, it's two separate licenses. Okay. okay. But yes, you can. And how beneficial is it for a real estate agent to become a mortgage agent? Agent. I've got a very slanted view on that, so okay. I, I, will, I will give it to you. I, I think if you think seriously about it, if you're the client and you're selling your house, and I am the real estate agent, right, um, and you're buying another house, so you're using me as your mortgage agent, and I take your information and take it to a lender and don't get you approved. You get upset with me as the mortgage agent, oh, okay. and indirectly, or you get upset with me as a, oh, as yeah, a real yeah, estate agent. That. So oh, I, yeah. I, I warn real estate agents and real estate brokers, if you want to become a mortgage broker, be careful, because it could come back to bite you. Whereas if you're independent of the transaction, where there's a sale or purchase, then you know, you, you're separate. Then the okay, client can look at separate people. Mm-hmm. I, I think, uh, to me personally, I, I believe it's important that we that people identi- know that and be able to deal with that. Now, what's the difference between a, a mortgage agent and a broker? I know there's that two-year timeline in terms of education and all that, but what does that actually allow a broker to do versus an agent? What an agent we can't do? We do basically do. the same thing, but a broker can set up his own mortgage brokerage which okay. is like a real estate brokerage also. So when you have a mortgage brokerage, you can have a bunch of brokers and mortgage agents working under, your, uh, under oh, the brokerage license. Okay. So you can have a license. own business, basically. Correct. Yeah. If you're just an agent, like in real estate, you can't set up your own company. You have to be a broker to set up your own real estate company. And the same things with the Correct. mortgage You have broker. to have wow. someone with a broker, broker's license to set up your business. Yeah. We have mortgage agents that own the business, but what they do, they have to have on record a mortgage broker on record okay. as the okay. what they call them today as the principal okay. mortgage broker for okay. the brokerage okay okay so uh, let's talk about what the association uh, does okay the association represents mortgage brokers and agents with regards to dealing with issues from from a legislative perspective mm-hmm. as, as well as provide education provide we have trade shows and conferences and so on thing where we try and, and bring the level up of uh, professionalism within the industry higher than it is right now, right? We, we, offer, we offer programs. Uh, we've got our trade show and conference coming up in April, right? We, we have, um, and right now, all mortgage brokers and agents' licenses are coming up for renewal on March 31st. And Fisco, who is the governing body that looks after all licensing, you have to do what we call a relicensing course. Okay. And we are one of the bodies that offer that course. You can do it online, you can do it in person, you know, that sort of thing. So you're busy. Well, the organization is busy right now, very busy right now, because of the relicensing. And in the and when the legislation changed a few years ago, the government also introduced errors and omissions insurance as a requirement for all mortgage brokers and agents. So they have to get insured? You, um, yes, and it's up to the brokerage 
right. to make sure they have insurance for all, their for all the mortgage agents, agents and brokers that they have under their license. And then what's that like in terms of getting that insurance? Is it offered through one company or mm -hmm. a government body? Or it's offered to several private companies. Okay. Several private companies. And then it varies again because if your brokerage is doing a lot of private lending, mm -hmm. it becomes more expensive because the risk, right. inherent risk, are higher, that sort of thing. What is private lending? Private lending is, should I? Should, um, yeah, you should answer that. I should answer that question. Private lending is where, where we have private individuals put aside financial institutions like the major banks, trust companies, that sort of thing. We've got private individuals that, that have got money to lend. Okay. And no. they're lending okay. it out like on real people? estate. Like rich people giving money. Yeah. Not giving. Well, lending, lending money. Lending. Yeah, okay. Yes. Okay. okay, why don't we just call it that? Well, that's what it is. It's private lending. It's rich people giving money, lending it. money. Okay, well, you know, very, is it like, like a rich loan Listen, shark? Listen, you know, you don't know who's rich. I knew guys, because I'm from Welland, Ontario. Okay. Right? I knew guys, like they worked in the factory their whole life, but now they're, they're lending money on mortgages, right? That's correct. Yeah. Anyone can lend money. The, 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 and, the, and this is where the, what the government did when they brought in the legislation um, a few years ago is that they uh, promised that every five years they would look at the legislation to make sure that we're kept up to date with regards to what's happening in the market. And I don't know if you're aware, but today the way the market has gone, right, there's a lot more private lenders coming into the, in, into the stream. Because the banks are not giving you the kind of rates of return that you want mutual funds haven't done very well. So if you've got $50,000 sitting in the bank at yeah. 1% to 2%, yeah. and you can lend it out on a first or second mortgage at 6 to 15%, depending on where it is or whatever, right? Would you lend it out? Because your collateral, you're getting, you're getting a legal lien on the property yeah. as, as security for your money. Wow. Know what so, I'm saying? Wow. Okay, so it's a, it's a very profitable business. It is a very if you if you if you are. Hugh, take that fifty thousand that you have and do that. I wasn't talking about his fifty thousand. Okay, me. Yes, yes. <laughs> no, mine goes to all no. the animals. So, <laughs> um, so Shane, what are some of the big issues in the uh, mortgage business these days? Well, some of the issues uh, the government, as you know, um, over the last four or five years, have have um, relooked. At the levels, uh, the loan to values that they can, that you should be lending at. At one point, we were doing 100% financing. Yeah. The government stepped in and says they no longer want to see that happening. So the CMHC, which is Canada Mortgage and Housing Corporation, was instructed to cut back. They went to 95% lending. Back in my day, it was 90%. What right. does that mean? Well, that means you only put 5% down. When you're buying a house. Oh. Buying a house for a, a million dollars, you put $100,000 down. Okay. What the government has further come in and done this year mm -hmm. is say they're saying, okay, we're now going to cut back. If the property value is more than, I think it's four or 500000 you you have to put 10%. Oh, so is it graduated now? It's because of the economy. Because of the hot market. Because of the hot market. And uh, oh. when you get into a mortgage over 500000 it's a big payment. And they don't want people buying million-dollar homes and they that can't makes afford sense. it. That makes sense to me. So they want more skin in the game, as we yeah, say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that makes sense. I don't sense. even know why they went, because when I did it, it was like, uh, at one time, the banks couldn't even lend mortgage money. And, like, and, and, they're, and they're fighting for stuff right now. They're, they're the fighting. Banks? Yeah, they're, 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 they're starting to, you're going to see the spring market coming up here. Yeah. They're going to be lowering their rates a little bit again. Really? Yeah, to attract now, do you think, yeah. 
So this is where you're going to get into the, uh, the the discussion about the market. Like to me, Shane, the market is very hot. It's a little scary that it's so hot as in Toronto and Vancouver, especially. Well, I, I think it's a market that's being created by by lack of inventory. One and two, but they're by, building like crazy. And right? I don't like that. And well, it it, it, it could be. Um, I my personal view is that. One of the things is that the real estate agents are also creating that frenzy within the market. You know, a long time you can go in with an offer and then they would have a second offer come in a day later and they'll call you back and say, hey, look, listen, I got a better offer than you. What real estate agents are doing today is they're saying they're only accepting offers at a certain point in time. Oh, so everybody's got so to it's compete. a bidding war at that point in time. Yeah. Right? And people are paying 10, 15, 20, 25. 50000 $100,000 more than the property is listed for. Here is the problem. Real estate valuation companies are saying, okay, what do we use and how do we value it? Because everything is based on market. What can the market sustain? Like the appraisers Correct. and that sort of thing, right? Correct. Yeah. And, and that's, why you find, that's why I warn persons that are buying homes that go on overbid. I warn them when we sit down to talk about financing. I says, no. If you're putting 20% down, which is the normal to make it a conventional mortgage, you don't have to go through CMHC. There is no guarantee that you will get the mortgage approved because the, after the real estate appraiser goes in and appraises the property, he says, okay, you paid a million for it, but it was originally listed for 800000 Okay, We think it's only worth 800000 mm-hmm. You know what happens then? If they want to continue buying that house, they have to come up, the client or the borrower has to come up with an extra 200000 Oh. And I'm a, using an extreme circumstance. Here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Well, I mean, that's uh, that's. So okay, so I have a friend <laughs> who thinks that it's all gonna bust. Get out. Who? I can't tell you. Okay. You know um, this person, uh, but I can't. Professionally, tell you. I don't think it's gonna bust. Okay. We anticipate a, a correction. Okay. Well, that's that's I think. The same well, thing. Well, not a bust and correction are two okay, different well, things. Okay, well, I don't understand the language. Uh, sorry. A correction, it might be a 5, 10, 15% correction in the market. When it's going to happen, no one knows. That's why you find that. That's the why you're in the business. You have to be a psychic here. When is no, that going to happen? No, I didn't walk with a crystal ball today. So, you know. <laughs> Next time. Okay, I'll walk with a crystal uh, ball. So, um, Shane. <laughs> uh, I forget what I was going to say now, Sandra. Uh, so, so no, you do think there's going to be a correction? So let's make a prediction. No, you no, make the... Uh, it's wrong for me to make a prediction. I, yeah. No, I'm asking I'm, him. Oh, you're asking him. Well, well, I'm not putting like, you in the spot anymore. What do you anymore. want me to say? No, seriously, I, I mean, it's got a, it does seem like... You know, there's a, a Maybe few, we need some honest real estate agents. Is that even possible? Well, here's the thing. This is, this is one thing that, uh, you know, right now the pressure... I just read a big article in The Globe about uh, negative interest rates, right? Which they're trying out in Europe now. Oh. Mm-hmm. And, uh, mm. and you know, the economy's not doing that great on the one hand, right? And so in Canada, the U.S., Europe, central banks seems the only tool they have to stimulate the economy is to uh, lower the interest rates, right? I, I don't see them going much lower than what they are right now because here's my, uh, the big picture. Bank needs to pay staff. They need to pay, um, mm-hmm. or, or they pay for the big buildings that they have. They have to make money from somewhere, right? When in, in a simple economy, you put money in the bank, 
the bank takes it and lends it out mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and they make a profit they give you some of it and the rest they keep to run them to run their organization by paying salaries by paying whatever they have to do by buying furniture that sort of thing right if they went into a negative interest rate situation what's going to happen the banks are probably going to say hold on a minute you know it's not going to happen and i i, I think and um, I, I honestly believe that our canada here uh, our government here in canada probably did the right thing when they started mm. clawing back some of the lending values mm -hmm. and and, mm -hmm. and, yeah. and holding interest rates where they are right now to make us to have a safer economic uh, um, situation happen right now in Canada. I think we're relatively okay. We're not out of the woods as yet. Yeah. Okay. But we're better oh. than a lot of. We're oh, in a good, we're, a we're position. way ahead than a lot of the other countries in the world because uh, we we've had and I hate to use the word conservative, but um, well, we've had is. a conservative yeah. um, a fiscal policy, you know, by the by the government by the mm -hmm. previous government mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. you it know. saved our butts in two thousand and eight, right? Exactly so. And but that does seem to be the Canadian mentality. We are conservative yeah, in conservative. our when even even if it's not the conservative party. No small C. Huh? Small C. Yes, exactly. So we are, that is the way we are. We are. And, and, and you, you find that that generally flows through the population. My, my biggest um, concern right now is for the young people coming up. How, How are they going to buy homes at the prices that we're selling them for? Yeah. That's right. Yeah. You know, I mean, I just In had lunch with my In the cities they need lunch. to live. I just had lunch with my son and, you know, mm -hmm. he lives downtown. Yeah. Rents a hole in the wall for, oh, for $2,000. It's crazy. I'm saying, like, what are you doing? Like, you know? Yeah. And I think it's important that that population, the, uh, they call themselves the millen millennia, millenniums, yeah, or whatever yeah. they call themselves, yeah. take a serious look at their financial situation. But what are they going to do? They can't get rich. They're hoping to inherit the, the money that their parents built up. Yeah, so I think something's got to happen. So something's going to some happen. Something's going to shake things up. Maybe yeah. we can have, like, a jubilee year. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, we, we try to do that. Do you know that. what that is? No. Okay, let, let's tell them what a jubilee year is. You know that. Uh, every, it's uh, from the Bible. Every 50 oh. years, okay. every 49 years, uh, all the debt is forgiven. All of now, it. Now, let's be realistic here for a second. Okay? I don't know, um, and I, I, I don't know what you had for lunch, <laughs> but I can tell you... <laughs> That ain't happening here in Canada. It ain't ha you know, governments can afford to do that to other countries, yeah. right? Because they're additional benefit. But to individuals, well, I know. Because you got to remember, the banks have to—they they have a responsibility to their shareholders, right? Yeah. Shareholders, if you own shares in Scotiabank or anyone at a bank, you would want to get a dividend check every year from them. I suppose. <laughs> oh, I suppose. <laughs> so, so are you saying back to the uh, private lending? Thing. Oh my God! <laughs> Is that a good way for people to go if they have extra money? If instead of investing in stocks, in the last two years, the amount of mortgage investment companies have come come out. Right, people pooling their funds together yeah. and putting in what we call in our business a MIC, mortgage investment corporation, and lending it out. That's right? interesting. So they're becoming yeah. like a mini bank, correct? Yeah, in exactly. a way. Correct. Wow, I think that's very cool. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Shane, we're just about out of time. Any final words you want to leave us with? No, I just want to remind everyone that's looking on that that IMBA yeah. is having its trade show and conference on April the 14th, 2016, at the Universal Space Center, which is at 6250 Highway 7 in Vaughan. It, we have exhibitors, over 70 to 90 exhibitors wow. from the industry 
lenders, I service providers, that sort of thing. And we're having um, sessions. So if you want to come out and learn a little more about our business, please mark your date and come out. With so who would come to this? People who are into buying, who want to buy a home? Would that help a, a, the no, regular person? No, it's more for people who want to get into the business. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Or that are already in the business. That's just correct. Want to, want to yes. learn more. Want to learn more. Knowledge correct. and stuff like that. So and will you be speaking there? I will not be speaking. I am actually stepping down as the president at, at that um, oh. trade show. Uh, every year we change every year. Okay. Okay. So. Okay. okay. Well, Shane, this has been great. Great to get reacquainted again. And, and uh, you and Sandra, I want to thank you very much for having you, for having me here. Me thank you um, for the education. Yeah. Okay, great. But I still Thanks think we should do a Jubilee year. And we got the website up there, imba.ca. All right, so let's take a look. I think we should call Canadian Independent Mortgage Brokers Association. Well, I, I didn't want to get into that, but we've just formed a national organization. See, and that's where you're going next, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay, you'll okay. have to come back See? and tell us all about See, that. See, I am psychic. We have three, three provincial organizations already on board. Wow. We've got BC, we've got That's Atlantic awesome. Canada, and ourselves. That's great. Alberta has decided not to come on board as yet, and Saskatchewan, Manitoba, and Quebec um, don't have associations as yet. But you're going to... We're working towards getting associations. It's part of the uh, increasing professionalization of the whole industry, right, right. Shay? Yep. That's amazing. Yep. Okay. Wow, that's exciting. All right. Okay, thanks, Shay. Okay. Thank you. Okay, we're going to take a little break. And then we have more right here on that channel. Whether it's our hearts, lungs, or other organs, the word diagnosis tends to make us uneasy. At Kaiser Permanente, our specialists care for you and about you, working together, creating a treatment plan specific to your diagnosis and total health. So from primary to specialty care, find reassurance in a great team of healthcare professionals committed to your healthy recovery. Visit kp.org slash specialty care to learn more. Kaiser Foundation Health Plan of the Mid-Atlantic States Incorporated, 2101 East Jefferson Street, Rockville, Maryland, 20852.